Commonwealth of Kentucky, the bluegrass state, the greatest state. We simply do a lot of things better than everyone else. Basketball, bourbon, horse racing, and most of all, music. Our musical heritage and history is filled with Grammy winners, innovators, geniuses, superstars, and even those who invented an entire genre. On this episode, we hold a tournament to decide who is the one true greatest musician in Kentucky history. 32 will enter and only one will survive. So pour yourself a bourbon or a ice cold L8 and listen up because this is that one show, episode 15, the Kentucky Kumite, a.k.a. the greatest Kentucky musician of all time. NCAA tournament, the higher seed plays the lower seed, 1 versus 32, 2 versus 31, and so forth and so on in the first round. Now, 
I'll go in a second briefly the list, but we'll actually talk a little bit more in depth about each of the artists during their first round matchup. Now, I question to my two guests is, are you all ready to be yelled at? Because all I did on Friday of last week was put this bracket on Facebook and all hell broke loose. I had people cussing. I had one guy even took time to videotape himself and print the bracket out and fart on it and send it to me. So he was that you upset. You loved every minute of that. And that, that made my day. <laughs> it really did. So are you two ready to be yelled at over what we do tonight? Well, I have no Facebook friends, so I'm, I'm welcome, I welcome this challenge. Bring it on. I'm very prepared for it. I've been married twice. So <laughs> I'm really ready. <laughs> okay, so briefly, before we actually get into the matchups, uh, this is how it worked. I started with about 80 artists. I whittled them down to 64, and I thought I would do a 64 artist tournament, but that would just take too long, so I whittled it back down to 32. Now, to the gentleman that cussed me out because Billy Ray Cyrus was not included in the top 32 here, I got news for you, pal. He wasn't even in the top 80. But anyway, I'm going to go through the list briefly, starting at 32 down to 1, then we'll take a real quick break, and then we'll actually get into the fun stuff. 32, Wheeler Walker, Jr., 31, Eric Bolander. 30, Sean Whiting. 29, Kelsey Walden. 28, the laid-back country picker. 27, the Everly Brothers. 26, Kentucky Headhunters. 25, Patty Loveless. 24, Jack Harlow. 23, Rosemary Clooney. 22, Cole Chaney. 21, Cage the Elephant. 20, Gene Ritchie. 19, the Local Honeys. 18, Ian Noel. 17, Nicholas Jamerson. 16, Justin Wells. 15, Ricky Skaggs. 14, the Osborne Brothers. 13, the Jugs. 12, Chris Knight. 11, Sam Bush. 10, J.D. Crow. 9, My Morning Jacket. Number 8, Tyler Childers. 7, Chris Stapleton. 6, Keith Whitley. 5, Tom T. Hall. Number 4, Sturgill Simpson. 3, Dwight Yoakam. Number two, Loretta Lynn, and the number one overall seed, Bill Monroe. We'll take a real quick break. We'll come straight back, and we will get into the actual matchups, the arguments, the fighting, and the cussing. <laughs> created a genre of music. He is the father of bluegrass and widely considered the greatest mandolin player of all time. His most famous song is likely Blue Moon of Kentucky. He has taken on Lexington, Kentucky's own Wheeler Walker Jr., whose most famous song is probably Drop Him Out. He's got many more that I won't say on here because my mom listens. But if you like a little raunchy type music, he's your man. I let the Patreons of this show collectively pick each first round matchup, and they pick Bill Monroe. We will start this matchup with Dixie. Dixie, who are you picking? Oh my goodness. First off, you can't even read some of the titles of uh, Wheeler Walker Jr.'s album. He has exactly two that are not explicit. 
Um, drop him out is pretty funny, but he's just way too nasty of a man for me. So I will go with Bill Monroe because of the Blue Moon of Kentucky. I will too pick Bill Monroe. He is a strong contender to maybe win this entire thing. He is the number one overall seed, but we'll see how he does because a lot of times the number one seed does get upset along the way. Mike Combs, who you have? Oh, I've got to go with Bill Monroe also. Uh, I grew up, my dad was a huge Bill Monroe fan. That's some of the first music I ever listened to. So, yeah, I'm going with Bill Monroe. All right, Bill Monroe moves on. For Wheeler. To round two, and that is it for Wheeler Walker Jr. That, kudos, though, to his name. His name is amazing. Like, his name matches his look. That's so, not okay. actually his real name for you. That's y'all. okay. What is it? Is it something foul? No, no, oh, okay. no. He, he's actually a stand-up comedian, not even a musician by trade. Oh, crazy. okay. Yeah. Well, that makes it a little better, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Moving on down, we have a what may be the toughest first-round matchup, the 17 and the 16 seed. Now, coming in at number 17 is Nicholas Jamerson. He is one half of Sunday Best. He does have several great solo albums. My personal favorite of his is NJ, and he's taking on my dude, the number 16 seed, Justin Wells. He uh, he actually, in 2020, released my favorite album of that year, The United States, and he has a, his most famous song is probably off of his first solo album, The Dogs, and he was also the lead singer, guitarist, and chief songwriter of Fifth on the Floor for a while before breaking off solo, and he did win by the skin of his teeth, the Patreon both. I'll start with this one, and I love both of these artists. Both of them are great, but I've got to go with Justin Wells, Mike Combs. Who are you taking in this matchup and why? This is no doubt the hardest of the first round for me because I love both of these guys. I've seen them both in person a few times. Uh, It's really a struggle, but I'm going to go with Justin Wells as well. Dixie. Well, I'm not being a crowd follower, I promise. But I, too, am going to go with Justin Wells because if I were to just run upon his album, I don't know if I would appreciate it, but I've got to see this gentleman live a couple of times, and, man, he puts on a show, and he has a heart of absolute gold. So uh, just based on those principles, I've got to go with Justin. Justin Wells moves on in a tight matchup to round number two. Up next, Nine Seed, My Morning Jacket, my personal favorite band to ever do music in the state of Kentucky from Louisville. They've got nine albums. They have a huge following. They sell out arenas, amphitheaters, and every summer a stadium in upstate New York. And they are taking on a fellow Louisvian, Jack Harlow. He, of the hip-hop variety, the only hip-hop artist to make the cut, he has two number one hits so far. His most popular song is probably called What's Poppin'. And the Patreons picked My Morning Jacket. And we will let Mike start us off on this one. Well, this one to me, I'm just not a big hip-hop person. So My Morning Jacket in a landslide for me. Dixie. All right. Um, I don't know Jack Harlow. I had to actually Google him. Uh, My Morning Jacket. See, listen, I'm going to be the worst person you can possibly invite me to talk about music because I had to play this song. I was just sitting here earlier doing my research, and one big holiday I Googled it, 
until just now. I always thought that was Leonard Skinner. I know. I'm the worst. I know that. You can get mad. That's fine. I'm not worthy. I keep telling you all this, but I do like that song, so let's go with it. It's not Leonard Skinner. It's not Tom Petty. I mean, I thought it was one of those two. So. Uh, you, what's sad is you've heard them sing that live. I you? know. I know, Brian, <laughs> but you take me so many shows, I can't remember what all's going on. Okay. I'm going to make it unanimous as well. My vote goes to my morning jacket. They're one of my dark horses in this field. We'll see how they do. Down to a 25-8 and eight matchup. Patty Loveless from Pike County. Uh, she's got several number one hits. Uh, and Blame It On You is probably one that a lot of people out there know. She's taken on the number eight seed, Tyler Childers, who if you are a fan of this show, you obviously probably know who Tyler is. He's got uh, several albums out. He released Bottles and Bottles years ago, took a long time off, and then blew up with Purgatory and since has released Country Squire and Long Violent History. Uh, the Patreons unanimously on this one all picked Tyler Childers. We are back to let Dixie vote first on this one. Who are you taking? I'm not going to be long-winded on this one. It's Tyler Childers for me. I, too, will take Tyler. He's one of my favorites. Watch out for him. He's primed to make a long run in this here tournament. Mike, who you got? Oh, it's definitely Tyler Childers, and he's definitely going to go a long way. All right, that was pretty easy on that one. We are dropping down to the 5-28 and 28 matchup. Number f- 5, number 5 overall seeds, Tom T. Hall. 12 number 1 hits. One of the great songwriters of all time recently deceased just last year. My personal favorite song of his is Me and Jesus, but he's got so many good ones. A Week in the County Jail, uh, so forth and so on. We could drone on on forever. He is taking on the number 28 seed, Laid Back Country Picker. Now, some of you all out there may say to yourself, I don't have never heard a single one of his songs because you can't find them online in streaming services. They are on YouTube. Well, guess what? You've heard one of his songs. At the beginning of this and every episode I do, because that is the theme song of this show, his song, Kingsport. Didn't somebody reach out to you? Always, yep. I had somebody actually about the third episode in from England that, for whatever reasons, listens to this podcast and asked me who sang the theme song for it because he wanted to check out their other music. So, laid back, uh, you actually have at least one fan in England now. But the Patreons picked Tom T. Hall. I think I will start with this one. Now, look, I'm, it's hard for me to be objective on this one. Laidback's my dude. He, I'm a fan of his musically as well as a person. He's one of the best fellas you'll ever meet. He could be a stand-up comedian if he wanted to be. Some of his songs are really funny. He's an excellent guitarist. He's been so kind to let me use his music for free, uh, not just on this podcast but my old radio show. But i got to be objective. Tom T. Hall is one of the probably 10 best songwriters uh, in country music history. So I've got to go as much as I love laid back, and there's probably a dozen folks he could have beat in the first round. But he got a bad draw. i got to go with Tom T. Hall. Mike, who you got? Well, <clears throat> laid back is a great entertainer. He, he can do it all. I mean, if you go see laid back in person, you're going to leave with a smile on your face. He is one of the best entertainers I've seen. He got, definitely got a tough matchup. Uh, back when I was a young man and listening to country music when it really wasn't cool, Tom <laughs> T. Hall was always one of my favorite uh, singers. And actually, one of my favorite songs, I lived in Connersville, Indiana. 
Keith got a song that old Connors did. He stayed there one time for a couple of weeks. But anyway, Tom T. Hall for me. Well, that's okay. That's where I'm going to come in. Uh, respect for Tom T. Hall. That's awesome. I only know one of his songs, and it's Me and Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, but speaking of Jesus, that's going to take me to uh, TV Preacher, and Laid Back is my man. I mean, I grew up in a Pentecostal home. My parents pastored a Pentecostal church, and they love their TV preachers, and I love the lyrics of that song. And like you all said, laid back is just so cool, man. He can shred a guitar. I mean, he is amazing, and I've got to see him a couple of times. So, laid back, you've got my vote here, buddy. All right, laid back, we all love you. Dixie loves you, obviously, a little bit more than what Mike and I do, apparently. You better believe it. But Tom T. Hall will move on to the second round. And we are moving down to the 21 versus 12 matchup. 21, Caged Elephant, a rock and roll band from Bowling Green, Kentucky. And they have several hits. The most recognizable ones probably mess around. Uh, my favorite album of theirs is called Tell Me I'm Pretty. They're taking on the number 12 matchup, Chris Knight from, where's he from, Mike? Dixon, Kentucky. Slaughter's, actually. Slaughter's, Kentucky. Yes, sir. Mike's old stomping grounds. This is going to be a good matchup. Uh... Chris Knight narrowly won the Patreon vote. So, uh, do I, who starts this one? I've lost it track. Matter. We'll let Mike start this one since Chris Knight's Go, from his neck of the woods. This is a hard one for me also. Uh, really like Caged Elephant. But I was watching Chris Knight at the county fair when he was a young guy getting started. Uh, actually know a lot of his family. Uh to me, he is probably one of the top three songwriters on this page here. Now, I've got to go with Chris Knight. Dixie. Oh, I don't have an opinion on this. I've, I've heard Chris Knight's music. I've never heard of Cage the Elephant. I'm sorry. I will I will do my research. So, I guess I'm going to go with the majority here. Chris Knight, I guess, right? I do. Okay. All right. I will actually. Chris Knight, number one, has been on this show, and I can't thank him enough for that. He is an excellent songwriter. But, no, if, but if I vote solely on who I probably would listen to the most out of these two, it's probably Caged Elephant. Even though they're not going to move on, they will get my vote. Chris Knight moves on, and it's going to be, gee, almighty, he's going to be taking on Tom T. Hall in the next round. That's gonna, listen, you're going to have to issue several apologies. That's going to be one. a knockdown drag out. Lord have mercy. All right, we've got a battle of female artists here. The Judds. Gene Ritchie. The Judge have 14 number one country singles. That's a lot. Gene Ritchie is actually from Perry County, Kentucky, right next door from where we're recording this episode. Viper, to be exact. She's widely considered to be the greatest dulcimer player of all time. And is a legend in the folk community, so much so that Bob Dylan himself cites her as an influence in his songwriting. So, it was unanimous for the Patreons. They chose the Judds. And if you all hear my cat in the background, he's cleaning himself. I do apologize. <laughs> Dixie, who who do you, uh, who you pick? Oh, here? my goodness. I am not familiar with her music, uh, Jean Ritchie. However, if she has gotten the blessing of Bob Dylan, she can't be bad. 
But now the Judds, I can't do the Judds. That I was so burnt out on them back when they had their how many hits? 14, 14 number one hits. I, it's like they all played all at once, nonstop, 24-7. So I can't. I'm sorry with the Judds. I got burnt out on them. So, so who are you picking? Gene. You're picking Gene Richie. I all am. Right. You better believe it. All right. All right. Well, here's going to shock you. I asked who I'm picking Gene Richie. What? And I'm going to tell you why. I like the Judds, but all their songs sound the same. They I'm do. sorry. They do. Every last one of them. And she was a true innovator of an instrument that a lot of people had forgotten about, and she is the sole reason why people are still playing it now. Mike Holmes, who you got? He seems surprised. This kind of blows my mind, uh, <laughs> really, because, I mean, I was a Judge fan, but not a big fan. Uh, but I'm going to go with Gene Ritchie also. <gasps> oh, Listen you to... want him over. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, I was, before looking at oh, this, okay. I was going yeah. All right. Well, this is the first time we're going to get cussed at right here yeah, on Facebook. No it. doubt about it. Hope you're ready, No Mike. doubt about it. Mike, they're coming for but, you. But this is called the Kentucky Musician Bracket, and she is a true musician. I highly recommend you folks who don't know her, if nothing else, look her up a little bit and let's listen to her. She was an old mountain woman who sung from her soul, and she made good stuff. But that's the biggest upset of the first round so far, at least. And I know we're going to get some hate over that one, but that's all right. Moving down. Kelsey Walton versus Sturgill Simpson. And we'll take a real brief break to let her get a drink of water after this matchup, and then we'll get back into it. Kelsey Walton is from Monkey's Eyebrow, Kentucky. She is actually on Old Boy Records, which is John Prine's label. I've had the pleasure of meeting her. She is a fantastic musician. She has taken on Sturgill Simpson, who... I have devoted two entire episodes of this season to. You all know my feelings on him. The most diverse artist probably to ever play music. And it was a unanimous pick with the Patreons with Sturgill. I, too, will go with Sturgill. Mike Combs, how do you feel about this matchup? Uh, well, with me, it's Sturgill, hands down. He is a musical genius. He can play anything, do anything. Anything he wants to do, he's successful at, and he sounds good. So, Sturgill for me. Dixie. Kelsey is so talented, and I hate that she has not gotten a vote so far. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Sturgill. He's he's just he just does it for me. And Kelsey, that does not mean that we don't love you, my girl. Yeah, and let me say she got a tough draw. She's like laid back up there. Yep. And she's also like uh, uh, several others that got a tough first round draw. And uh, there's several in here. I would have picked her over. And I, I also say before we move on and take a brief break, I didn't actually match these up with any intention of, you know, this would make a good matchup. I literally seeded them 1 through 32 before I started matching them up. So it was the matchups were at random and they weren't on purpose. But we are halfway through the first round. We've had one major upset with Gene Ritchie, Viper, Kentucky's own, taking out the Judds. In round one, we'll get right back to our next matchup here just in a minute. And we are back. Going to finish out round one. We have a matchup between Dwight Yoakam, the, the number three seed, and Sean Whiting, the number 30 seed. Patreons picked Dwight Yoakam. Dixie, how are you voting on this You're going to make me start. Yeah. All right. Well, we were talking a little bit during the break, and uh, 
Okay, so my dad, I grew up on Dwight Yoakam. My dad called his music drinking music, and he did a lot of drinking to Dwight Yoakam. So his voice is one of a kind. He has great, I don't, does he write his own music? He does, okay, I wondered about that. But he has a great sound, but there is, Sean Whiting has one song, and I know this is not a good basis, but he has one song that I really like, and a collective, more than, the collective Dwight Yoakam catalog combined, I like this one song. So, oh well, Dwight, I'm picking Sean Whiting. Wow. Okay. Well, I love Sean Whiting. He is a dude who I've seen live several times over the last three or four years. And I'm not just saying this. He literally gets better every time I see him. The, the leap he has taken as a musician in the last two years is unbelievable. I know he works with my buddy Fat Sam, Fat Cave Studios, a lot for his recording, and Sam plays the drums for him now. But all things being said, I have to take Dwight Yoakam, who is a threat to many out there to win this whole thing. He was he, along with a couple others, were one of the more popular picks on social media when I put this bracket out. So we will move on now to Mike Combs. And let him take a vote on this one. And I, he played his hand a little bit off air, so I think he, I may know how he's going to go on this one. All right, folks. I hope you're all sitting down. <laughs> uh, saw Sean Whiting the first time at Festival of the Red a few years ago, and I thought, man, who is this guy? I, I like him. And Brian took the words right out of my mouth every time I see him. He gets better. Everybody that I've introduced to his music loves him. I've still got a little rock in me, and I just, I just love it. And uh, I've never been a big Dwight Yoakam fan. I know he's good, but with all that being said, I gotta go with my man Sean White. Nice. <laughs> so what we have here, folks, is a tie. The Patreons and myself have voted for Dwight Yoakam. Mike Combs and Dixie Combs has voted for Sean Whitey. We do have an audience member tonight. She is going to break this tie. I, I pray for her. <laughs> if she, if she, if she, because they're going to get mad over this, possibly. What's your name, ma'am? Layla Smith. And Layla, I do appreciate you agreeing to come on here and break this tie for us. Uh, this is the first tie we've had. It may very well not be the last. But who are you going with between Sean White and Dwight Yoke? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, now, do you mind telling us why real quick? Because I went and saw him in concert a few weeks ago, and he was really good. Now, let me ask you one more question here. Mike didn't threaten to leave you here and not give you a ride home if you didn't pick Sean White now, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay. I'm just playing. No way. Well, She's been in his music video. Well, thank you, Leela. I do appreciate that. his music video. All right. Come on back in here, Mike. We got we got to talk about just this for a second. I honestly God thought Gene Ritchie over the judge was going to be the biggest upset of the tournament. But we've got one right here. And I just want the record to reflect, folks. This ain't my fault. So when you but I'll probably get the hate for it anyway. We brought it together. Sean, Sean Whiten has beat Dwight Yoakam and has moved on to the second <laughs> round. Lord have mercy. It's, we've got ourselves a tournament now, people. I mean we <laughs> All right. All right. Let's collect our thoughts here briefly. We're going to go on to the next matchup, and we'll be here all night. 
local honeys taking on the Osborne brothers. I'll save my thoughts for the Osborne brothers when I get to my vote. The local honeys have a couple albums out, Little Girls Acting Like Men and The Gospel. Got a new one coming out on La Honda Records here in a few weeks. You all know how I feel about them. I love them. They're taking on the Osborne brothers. The Patreons did select the local honeys. I normally would start this one, but I want to go last on this one, so I'm going to let Mike start on the, on this one. <clears throat> Here's another one that's really hard for me. I love the local honeys. I grew up, my dad listened to the Osborne Brothers. He actually knew them. He met them sometime when he was in Ohio anyway. Uh, wow, this is hard. Uh, I'm going to go with the Osborne Brothers just by an inch. Dixie. I'm definitely going with the local honeys. I'm not familiar with the Osborne brothers at all. I don't even think I said, is it Osborne? Osborne or Osborne. 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 I'm not for them Osborne brothers. (laughs) Uh, I got to take in my girls, the local honeys. They're just so cool. And we have an album over there that is literally an offering plate (laughs) for the gospel. I, I I love everything about them. They're just so cool. I follow them on TikTok and every social media there is. They're just the funniest girls with so much talent. So they've got my vote. All right. Y'all know when pick up basketball, when a fella is getting ready to go off and score about 20, and he tells the rest of his teammates to clear out for a minute. You just need to clear out here because I got a rant. Dixie's heard this one before, but everybody else is fixing to hear it. Oh, Lord. The Osborne brothers are fine musicians, but they wrote Rocky Top. Oh, that's right. What is Rocky Top? (laughs) It is the state song of Tennessee as well as the official anthem of the Tennessee Volunteers. Why do I bring that up? I hate everything about the state of Tennessee and the University of Tennessee. From the colors of the ball team that looks like somebody puked up a pumpkin, (laughs) and to the arrogance of the people to how they drive, I will literally fill up on the Kentucky border so I don't have to give that state one cent of my money and get gas in that state if I'm driving through it. The people around here think that Gatlinburg is the all, be all, the end all. All it is is an uglier mountain than what we have here in Kentucky with a bunch of junk that's overpriced. Now let me say one more thing. Tennesseans say we got the best musicians. We better than Kentucky. Well, guess what? Kentuckians wrote wrote your state song, so that argument is invalid. (laughs) That is why, is one of the many reasons I'm picking my gals, Linda Jean and Montana, to move on to the second round, the local honeys. Get it all out there? I got it all out. I've been holding that one in for a while. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Sam Bush, who is widely considered one of the greatest mandolin players of all time, an all-around great musician, multi-instrumentalist, guitar mandolin, as I just mentioned, banjo, among others, against Cole Chaney, a newcomer, probably the newest artist on this entire list. Just has one album out, but it is a damn good album. It is called Mercy. And it is one of the greatest albums of all of last year. If you've not heard Coach Haney, what are you doing? You need to get on that real quick. And believe it or not, even though it's the lower seat, the Patreons unanimously picked Coach Haney over Sam Bush. And we'll let, I'll go ahead and start this one since we skipped me last time. I love Sam Bush. He's a great, was a great musician. Absolute fantastic mandolin player. But I'm picking Coach Haney, who... More than likely won't win this thing, but I can guarantee you in 10 years, if we redo this, he's going to be a lot higher than the 22 seed and a threat to win it all. I, too, 
along with the Patreons, we'll pick Cole Chaney. Mike Holmes, who you got? Sam Bush was a great musician. Uh, Cole Chaney is a very young man on his way to greatness, and I'm sure he's going to get there. But for me, it's Cole Chaney, hands down. All right. Dixie. I think you've got something unanimous here because I'm going to pick Cole Chaney on this. Cole Chaney to the one person who said, on Facebook, that this shouldn't even be a contest. If Sam Bush will win it all, I'm sorry, feller, whatever your name was. He's out in the first round. Aw, poor guy. All right. We're making progress now. We're moving down to a matchup between the Everly Brothers, who were big in the 50s and early 60s. I really didn't want to include them, but I really couldn't ignore them either. Bye-bye, love. Wake up, little Susie. So forth and so on. And the number six seed, Keith Whitley, who is actually the odds-on favorite, according to my messages on all forms of social media. He overwhelmingly had the most people saying he should win it all. Sandy Hook's own Keith Whitley. And we will let Mike Combs start with this one. Who you got, Mike? Uh, grew up listening to a lot of the Everly Brothers. Uh, but to me, Keith Whitley is the Archbishop of Country Music. <laughs> And I've got to go with my man, Keith. Dixie. I think that the ghost of Keith Whitley haunts me. Because when I go through Elliott County and they have that memorial there for him, his music randomly comes on the like over my car radio. It's the craziest thing. It's actually happened to me twice. I think he haunts me. Keith, you get my vote because I'm scared if I don't vote for you, you're going to get me. Keith Whitley, to me this isn't even a contest. For one thing, never the brothers moved to Iowa. Technically, yeah. I might not should have even included yeah, them. Keith Whitley easily moves on to the second round. And we move down to the 7 versus 26 seed. Number 7, Chris Stapleton. You know who he is. He wins almost every award going. And he is up against the Kentucky Headhunters of Dumas Walker fame. The Patreons, surprisingly, not unanimously, but narrowly, pick Chris Stapleton. We had some votes come in for the Kentucky Headhunters on there. And I hate to name names, but Lee Fink, what were you thinking? You voted for the Kentucky Headhunters. <laughs> were you, how much were you drinking that night, my friend? <laughs> but I will let Dixie begin on this one. I think didn't the Kentucky Headhunters come to Jackson like every time we have a festival they, or something. They, they, they come. They've played here a thousand they're, times. They're, they're like on retainer, so whenever we do a festival, we get some folks together. Like, hey, you want to come over and play? Um, but. Chris's voice is just beautiful, and I, what I'm scared of is he's going really mainstream, like he's really gaining popularity. I just hope that the system, that the country machine doesn't change him into something that he, he's not. I hope he stays true to his roots, but his voice is just beyond compare. So, oh, yeah, you want my vote. Okay, so Chris Stapleton. I will, too, pick Chris Stapleton, which would be unanimous once again if it wasn't for Lee Fink, and you're hating of Lee Fink. <laughs> There is no hate that comes out of Lee. He won't even get mad. But Chris Stapleton is moving on to round two. Up next, number 23 seed, Rosemary Clooney, who has four number one pop hits. She is from northeast Kentucky, the Maysville area. You may know her nephew by the name of George Clooney. Taking on the number 10 seed, J.D. Crow. Arguably... Well, not really arguably, widely considered the greatest banjo player in music history. His band, The New South, revitalized the bluegrass movement in the 70s and 80s, all the way up until his death, 
just last year. In a narrow vote, the Patreons picked J.D. Crow. I will begin on this one. I, too, will pick J.D. Crow. And I will move over to my friend, Mike, who you got? J.D. Crow for me, hands down. Dixie. Well, I don't have an opinion on either one of these, but I love the name <laughs> Rosemary, so we're going March Madness bracket where I just pick by the name. I'm going with Rosemary. Oh, right, that's okay. J.D. Crow still moves on. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, we've lost control. <laughs> we've lost control. All right, we're almost down. We're finished with round one. We've got two matchups left. And this one is a tough, tough draw for both of these gentlemen. Ricky Skaggs, 11 number one country hits. Did not realize he had that many number ones. Wow. Great, great mailing player. Taking on Lee County, Kentucky's own Ian Noe. Has two albums out currently between, between the country and River Falls and Mountain Saints which is my favorite album of this year so far. In a very narrow vote, the Patreons picked Ricky Skaggs. Who we get? I started last time, didn't I? Dixie. Oh, oh, this is easy for me. I'm going with Ian. I got to hear him live, and his album, like, I almost don't feel smart enough to listen to his music because his lyrics are just amazing. So I'm going with Ian. All right. Uh, this, to me, personally, is the toughest decision of round one. You keep saying that. No, I know that. I've said it. I've said there were several tough, but I said this is the toughest. Okay. Uh, Until Rick, the next one. But, personally, I listened to Ian Noe a hundred times over before I re- listened to Ricky Skaggs. So, i got to go with Ian Noe. That's two votes for Ian and one for Ricky. Who you got? We, well, we have another tie here, Mike. Let's go, Mike. Uh, this, like Brian said, oh my God. I love both of these guys. I mean, absolutely love both of them. Uh, listen to a lot of Ricky Skaggs over the years. Uh, man. Go with your gut. By Mike. her, I'm one with Ian No. Oh, oh, Ian. In a tight, tight matchup, Ian No with an upset on Ricky Skaggs. Moving on to round two. We have one matchup left. It is the number two overall seed from Butcher Holler, Kentucky, Loretta Lynn, who needs no introduction, 11 number one singles as a country artist. One of the legends, probably the most important female country artist in country music history. Taking on Eric Bolander, who I love dearly. I'll get into why here in a minute when we get to the voting. I guess it's my turn, so who am I voting for? Okay, first of all, let me say about Eric Bolander. He's got one of my favorite songs of all time. It's called Ghost. Matter of fact, I had him write the lyrics to it out, and I have it framed hanging on the wall directly in front of me over the way here. He's got a fantastic new album out. Check it out. Check out his old stuff, too, if you've not heard him. Mike said when we got ready to record that he's one of the most, if not the most, underrated musician in the state today, and I echo that 100%. But being objective, I cannot in good conscience not vote for Loretta Lynn here. Like I just said, she is the most important female musician in country music history. One of the all-time greats. If you make a Mount Rushmore country music, you'd have to put her on that. And the Patreons agreed. They voted for Loretta unanimously. Mike Combs, what you got on this one, my friend? Uh, Loretta Lynn grew up. My mother sang along with records all the time. 
heard her, Kitty Wells, folks like that. Uh, I'll probably be shot when I leave here. So I kind of leave before it shows you where I'm going. But, oh no! Uh, I love. I'm a word man. I love the lyrics to her songs. Uh, her vocals just never did really do anything for me. And like I said to Brian, I think Eric Bolander is the most <coughs> underrated man in the state of Kentucky right now. I love his lyrics. Uh, I love everything about him. He's a really good guy. I'm going to go with Bolander. Wow. All right. <laughs> Dixie. I, too, am going with Eric. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all trying to get me shot? And I guess it's because, like, Loretta, just as soon as you say Loretta Lynn, you automatically think Kentucky. And I know that's why. But, I mean, I also think that Eric, we've got a 31 versus a 2 seed here, okay? <laughs> He's, I'm underdog in this. It's, it's Eric Bolander for me. Yeah, Mike. That was a okay. high five you just So, heard. what we have here is another tie, folks. And Lord have mercy. We got to bring, I don't even know if she wants to come back in here and break this tie, but we're going to bring her in anyway. Layla. Layla, how you going on this one? And I actually think of me and how much I value my my personal well, property that's going to get vandalized if we don't do the right thing here. Well, I'm sorry, but my favorite has to be Loretta Lynn. All right. Oh, okay. All right. You've done, you done the right thing there. I appreciate you. Lord <laughs> have mercy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lord, Lord have mercy. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get into the second round here. We're going to wet our throats with our beverages of choice here. You all do the same. We'll take a brief intermission. We'll come back for the second round. You are listening to that one show, and we're just getting started, believe it or not. After our absolute wild first round, several upsets, we are now to the Sweet 16 of this here tournament. Starting on the top, the number one overall seed, Bill Monroe, was taking on Justin Wells. We won't rehash these people's credentials like we did in round one. We know who they are, but now, Dixie, you will begin on this vote. Who have you got between Bill Monroe and Justin Wells? And I can see the mischievous grin on your face <laughs> already. I am not being mischievous. Justin is freaking awesome, and he deserves as long a variety as he can get out of this bracket. So, Justin, you have my vote. All right. Justin knows how much I love him. I, I love but him. Do you as love a, him enough to send him forward? Well, I'm trying to be objective here. <laughs> I mean, Bill Monroe created bluegrass music, in which our state is named the Bluegrass State. I mean... What more can you say about that? Justin, you know that I love you dearly. You've just gotten a bad draw here, my friend. I've got to go with Bill Monroe. Mike? I've got to echo Brian's words here. I love you too, Justin. I've seen you in person, and you're a great guy as well as a great entertainer, but I've got to go with Bill Monroe. Bill Monroe moving on to the Elite Eight. Nearly defeating Justin Wells. Number nine seed, My Morning Jacket, taking on number eight, Tyler Childers. I will begin on this one. I love this. This is this is tough. I love both of these artists. My Morning Jacket, one of my favorite bands, my favorite Kentucky band. Tyler Childers could sing the phone book and make it sound good. Ah, uh, this this is actually a flip of a coin to me. Probably the only one voting this way, but I'm going with my morning jacket. 
And I'm going to say why real quick. I've seen both of these artists live several times. Tyler's great live. My Morning Jacket is one of the three or four best live acts on the planet today. Mike Combs, who you got? <clears throat> well, like you, My Morning Jacket is probably my favorite Kentucky band, but I've never seen them live. I've seen Tyler a few times. Uh, real hard pick, but I've got to go with Tyler. Dixie. Tyler, you're going on, buddy, because you your music speaks to me, and keep doing what you're doing because you're fantastic. If you're listening, if you happen to be listening, that's amazing. But fans, yes, Tyler. All right. Down to the next matchup. One Mike's agonizing over here. If we had video, you could see him sweating, rubbing his beard. <laughs> Tom T. Hall versus Chris Knight. You know what, Mike? You actually have to start this one, brother. How you going? <laughs> wow. Uh, two of the best songwriters ever. I mean, ever. I've been thinking about this during the break. I'll just make it short. I'm going to go with Chris Knight. Wow. All right, Dixie. Who are you going with? Uh, I did not have an opinion on this, but Mike stressed over it so much, I wish you could see his red face right now. Mike, Mike's having a stroke. <laughs> We're going to have to check his pulse, his vitals here in a second. So, I'm, I'm with Mike on this one, Chris Knight. Wow. All right. Uh, I will vote for Tom T. Hall. Not that it matters at this point. <laughs> but Chris Knight, in a upset, has moved on to the Elite Eight. Wow. All right. Next up is Gene Ritchie. Who upset the Judds in round one. Taking on Breath of County's own Sturgill Simpson. Dixie, who you got? I got to stick with Surge. Jean Ritchie had her moment in the first round, upsetting the Judds, but Sturgill's my guy. I'm voting Sturgill. Well, what about Mike? What's Mike have to say about Sturgill? Sturgill. Sturgill. <laughs> Unanimous. Sturgill. Sitting up an Elite Eight matchup with Chris Knight. All right. The biggest upset of round one <laughs> was the number 30 seed, Sean Whiting. Eliminating the number three overall seed, Dwight Yoakam. He is matched up now with another artist that had an upset on their own right, upsetting the Osborne Brothers, the local honeys. And it's my turn to start. I love both these artists. I've had the pleasure of being in their company several times. But i got to go with the local honeys. They're my, they're my, they're my band. Mike, who you got? Love both of them as well. Stick with my man, Sean. Dixie, break the tie. Well, my my reason for picking Sean Whiting is because he had one song that I loved more than all Are you all picking of... him again here? Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, all that reasoning goes out the door on this one because the local honeys, I could just hit their music and just never skip songs, never pause it. I can play them all the way through. Local honeys. Local honeys. Narrowly defeating Sean Whiting, who had a... Great run. He did. Moving on to the Elite Eight to take on the winner of Keith Whitley and Cole Chaney. And I think it's Mike's turn to start again. Who you got in this matchup, Mike? Well, I've got to go with Keith Whitley. Like I said, to me, he's the Archbishop of country music. I only like two Keith Whitley songs. I like Cole's music a little bit better than his, so I'm going with Cole on this one. All right. We're going to, we're going to have to test Dixie's blood alcohol level during the next break. 
I'm, I'm fueled on Gatorade. You right know here. how much I love Cole Chaney. He's got one of the best albums released in country music in the last three or four years, but he's just got one album out. Keith Whitley, to me, is one of the best to ever do it. What a voice, and what a what, a what if. He died so young. What I mean, he was on the track to do, be one of the three or four best to ever do it when he passed away, tragically, at a young age. But I have to take Keith Whitley to move on to the Elite Eight. Now we are down to Chris Stapleton versus J.D. Crow. It is my turn to start. As I said earlier, J.D. Crow is probably the best to ever pick a banjo. He is solely responsible, well not solely, but mainly responsible for reviving the bluegrass scene back in the late 70s all throughout the 80s. All the artists on this list that made music after J.D. Crow were influenced by J.D. Crow. Chris Stapleton. You know him, you've heard him, you've seen him win a bunch of awards. I like him. I do not love him. I think he's just safe enough to be played on mainstream country radio. I would take J.D. Crow in a minor upset. Mike, who you got? Mm. <clears throat> That's interesting. Uh, with me, I've got to go with the man I call The Voice. I'm going to go with Chris Stapleton. Dixie, I've been leaning. I've been leaning to Chris just because I'm more familiar with his music than I am JD Crow. So you're taking Chris Stapleton, correct? Yep. All right, Stapleton. Moving on to the Elite Eight, where he will take on either Ian No or Loretta Lynn. Here we go. Mike Combs will start us out here. We had a lot of controversy in that first round matchup with Loretta and Eric Bolander. Will we have the same here? I guess I'm a controversial guy, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to go with Ian No. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dixie, it's your turn. Who you got? I'll just cut the suspense. I'm going with Ian. I mean, I didn't go with Loretta the first time, so I'm going with Ian. Folks, let me say something here. Loretta can hold her own. She doesn't need our votes. And we have a tiebreaker here. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> we ain't got no more ties. There's just three of us. Ah. So I will say who I would We'll vote for even though it's not going to matter. But believe it or not, I was going to make I'll make it unanimous and vote for Ian. No, and I'm going to tell you why. He writes his own stuff. Loretta really didn't. And to me, when it's nope, no. nope. And when you get down to nitty gritty, I always go with the songwriter over the non. Ian No was a huge upset setting up an elite matchup with Chris Stapleton. Sorry, Loretta. We'll get right back into the Elite Eight. Bill Monroe and Tyler Childers. We're going to go quick here. And then we'll take a break before we do the Final Four and Championship. <clears throat> Bill Monroe, Tyler Childers. We will begin with me on this one. I'll just get right to the point. I'm taking Bill Monroe. I knew you would. There's not a, there is not a single artist on this list. If you asked them, would tell you that they have not been hugely influenced by Bill Monroe. That's just facts. Mike, who you got? I love Tyler Childers, but I've got to go with Bill Monroe. Dixie? Uh, Tyler, you still have my vote. I don't even know Bill Monroe, so you're good, Tyler. You got oh, my vote. Lord have In mercy. my heart, you move on. All right. That's it. Bill Monroe moving on to the Final Four. Chris Knight versus Sturgill Sampson. Mike, you're starting to sweat again over a pal. Uh-oh. <laughs> You just now recovered from a while ago. 
who you got this matchup? This is really, really tough. Love both these guys. Oh, my God. It's, but I've got to go with Sturgill. Dixie. Sturgill. Sturgill. I don't even have a beard to sit here and rub <laughs> like Mike does. So I'll make it unanimous and pick Sturgill. That's going to be a hell of a matchup here in a minute between him and Bill Monroe in the final four. All right. Down here, Dixie, it's your turn to start. Elite matchup between the local honeys and Keith Whitley. I mean, what? You know you know who's going to win. Local honeys. I mean, my votes mean nothing at this point. It's local honeys. <laughs> Just go ahead. Do what y'all want to do. Well, Mike, you want to. Keith Whitley is great. I'm going to ask you I'm right, right now if you want to go ahead and break tradition and let you go second, let me go third, or you may go ahead. <laughs> you know, if you break break down to who I listen to the most, there's only one artist on this list that I listen to more than the local honeys, and it ain't Keith Whitley. I'm picking the local honeys. Huh. I gotta go with Keith. <laughs> Way to stick to your roots there. <laughs> the local honeys to the final four. Wow. The dark horse of the tournament. Wow. <laughs> okay. One final matchup in the Elite Eight before we take a well-deserved break. Give Mike some CPR. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Stapleton versus Ian Noel. And it's Mike, it is your turn to start, my friend. <clears throat> Ian, you've had a good run, buddy, but i got to go with Chris on this one. Dixie. Ian. Taking Ian Noel over Chris Stapleton. Yep. I love so many more of his songs than I do Chris's. Chris's voice is fantastic, but Ian, I, I just All love right. him so much. Folks, I let it slip a while ago that I like Chris Stapleton, but I don't love him. There ain't hardly anything in this world that I hate more than mainstream country radio. He's on it too much. You know, to the final wow. four. So, to recap, we have four artists left. On the top half of the bracket, the heavyweights, Bill Monroe and Sturgill. The second half of the bracket, the drunk half, <laughs> we have two dark horses, the local honeys and Ian Noel. Wow, I don't want them to be against each other. Who will come out on top, hang tight for just a few seconds, and you will soon find out. All right, we, I'm telling you that the discussion off air has probably been as wild, if not wilder, than the on-air we discussion. We need to keep a live mic and, uh, next time. <laughs> we are down to the final four of Kentucky musicians to see who the greatest to ever do it from the Bluegrass State is. To recap, we have Bill Monroe versus Sturgill Simpson and two dark horses, the local honeys versus Ian Noel. Dixie, it is your turn to start. Bill Monroe versus Sturgill Simpson, who do you have? You all just remember to breathe when I tell you my choice, okay? It's going to be Sturgill Simpson. All right. Y'all know how I feel about Sturgill. I've also voted for Bill Monroe every time in this, even though he's come up against some of my favorites. Sturgill's my favorite of all time, period. He's, he's Now, Bill Monroe's the greatest bluegrass musician of all time. That's all he could play. Sturgill can do Americana, country, bluegrass, or rock and roll. Just ask the Grammys because they've nominated him in all four of those categories. I'm picking Sturgill Simpson. You better check on Mike over there. <laughs> this, this is 
not as easy as it sounds to me, but I'm going with Sturgill too. Unanimous. Sturgill wow. Simpson to the championship match. Upsetting Bill Monroe. The top two seeds are out. Loretta and Bill. Maybe next time, who will face Sturgill in the title match? The local honeys are Ian Noel. It is my turn to start, which means Mike actually has to start in the title match, and I don't know if he'll be alive to do it. <laughs> Rubbing that beer in that forehead. <laughs> I love both of these artists. Both of them have two albums, two albums I love dearly. Very hard choice for me. I've actually picked each one of them in every match that they've done so far. But, push comes to serve, I'm taking the local honeys. Mike. Oh, my God. This is hard. I haven't voted for the local honeys yet, but no. they're one of my favorites. I mean, they're one of my favorites on here. It's just they came up against people that uh, I liked a little better. <clears throat> God, it's hard. I'm going to go with Ian. Uh-oh. We've got a Dixie, we've got to break the tie here. Who's going to be taking on Sturge on the title match here in a minute? I have seen Ian, and I do like his music. I have seen the local honeys more than I have seen Ian. I listen to their music more often. So in this case, I'm saying sisters before misters. I'm picking the local honeys. The local honeys have made a run that is as improbable as it comes. Wow. They are in the title match against Sturgill Simpson. We'll go ahead the band-aid off right now. <laughs> We've sit here and sweated long enough. Mike Combs, you have to start the votes in this oh. one. Championship match. Stur glad. Sturgill Simpson versus the local honeys. Who you got? I'm glad I'm going first because when this is over, I'm probably going to have to go somewhere and get some oxygen. <laughs> this has been a fantastic thing here. Uh, I've got to go with what I consider a musical genius. I'm going to go with Sturgill. Dixie. Oh, I feel like I'm in a fast food line. I can't decide what I want. I'm looking at the menu, okay? Go. Can you go next? You go next. I'm not, no, no, no. We've we got, we got to keep it in here. You're going to have to pick here. Okay. You can actually decide it if you pick Sturgill. She's she's literally any, mini miny, mowing over here, folks. This is, this is what it's come to. <laughs> oh, but I just said sisters before misters, but I'm going with Sturgill. I, too. We'll go with Sturgill. And let me say a minute ago, I said out of all 32 of this artist, when it comes to my personal list and preferences, there's only one artist on this whole list that I listen to more than local honeys. And unfortunately for them, that's Sturgill Simpson. Aww. They had a great run. You did. Yes. I love Linda Jean. Montana, I love you too. Aww. But you've come up just short. But my God, you were you, you made it further than Keith Whitley. You made it further and Loretta Lynn, you made it further than Tom T. Hall. And Bill Monroe. <laughs> and Bill Monroe and Chris Stapleton. Wow. You were in the title game. You were a runner-up to the greatest Kentucky artist of all time, Breathitt County's own, the one and only Sturgill Simpson. Before we get out of here, thank you once again to Dixie, Mike, and for Leela for breaking a couple ties. This has been that one show. And most of all, thanks to all the listeners who have followed along over the last four months. I'll see you in the fall. We'll let Sturgill Simpson 
have the honor of singing us out tonight, the greatest Kentucky musician of all time, at least according to us. I'd give anything to go back Days I was young On the way back to old and old I'd sit down on the lake bed Stare at the sun Then I'd walk out in the water Let it cleanse my soul Spend my days up on quicksand There I would play That One Show with Brian Combs is brought to you by Thatcher Barbecue Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs. You can look me up on social media, on Twitter, at That One Show BC, on Instagram, at That One Show with Brian Combs, on Facebook, at That One Show Podcast, and on Patreon at That One Show. So go follow us along on any of those sites and please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whichever you prefer. And finally, if you are enjoying this show, I ask from the bottom of my heart that you recommend it to at least one other person with whom you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, this has been That One Show with Brian Combs.